Pretty Dece, Pretty Dece, here we go. Facebook.com slash Pretty Show. It's time to geek out with Josh, your host. What's up, everybody? I'm Josh Meek, the Uber Geek. Welcome to Pretty Dece, the short show about movies, comics, games, and all the pop culture in between. And unfortunately, today on the show, we are talking about uh, what I'm going to dub the stream apocalypse. The, uh, the impending implosion of video streaming. Of course, we've known for a long time and we've, we've witnessed that various media companies are, are creating their own splintered streaming services and pulling their content off of Netflix, meaning if you want to get everything that's possible to stream, you have to sign up for more and more services as the years go on. And it's a thing we've complained about many times on this show, and I'm sure many of you have felt kind of as you're trying to track down where shows are for you to watch them. And now, just today, the piece of content that I think is going to be the straw that breaks the camel's back for a lot of people in terms of saying enough is enough, uh, that's getting pulled off of Netflix. And that is The Office. NBC announced today, uh, it's, being, it's being reported today, that NBC is pulling The Office off of Netflix starting in 2021. So as of January 2021, The Office will no longer be on Netflix. Netflix issued a statement and said, quote, We're sad that NBC has decided to take back The Office uh, for its own streaming platform, but members can binge that show to their hearts, content on ad-free Netflix until January 2021. So... That is sort of the doomsday clock if The Office is something that you care about on Netflix. And The Office is something that many people care about on Netflix. It is uh, definitely one of the most streamed shows on Netflix. Netflix has worked very hard to keep The Office up until this point, and it's been a, a massive selling point for Netflix as a streaming service and, and to get people to sign up and to stay signed up. In fact, many people joke that they just have an Office subscription, not a Netflix subscription, because it's the main thing that they watch on Netflix. Personally, I've watched all of the seasons of The Office probably dozens of times. It's, uh, it's my favorite show of all time, and I watch it on Netflix. That was the primary means with which I caught up with the show to, to where it was airing live, and now it's where I've gone back through the show multiple, multiple, multiple times over and over again to the kind of detriment of all of my friends and family as they are saying, you're watching The Office again. Uh, there are lots of people like me who kind of just continually watch The Office. So this is going to be a massive blow to, to us, to all of us that are big fans of The Office. And I, I probably speak for a lot of us as well when I say that I definitely won't be signing up for an NBC Universal streaming service subscription because I don't want to reward them for taking the show away from me, for for forcing me to try to pay more money. That's not something that I really want to support as, as they are trying to make this business venture. Obviously, they see how many people are streaming The Office, they see how many people want to watch this show, and they think that that'll pull people over to their new app, their new streaming service, but I, I hope that it doesn't work for them because, honestly, it's a real bummer of a move. Uh, for existing customers of, of Netflix that are watching The Office right now. And, you know, just to list out some of the streaming services that have already splintered off of Netflix, there are quite a few. Of course, 
Netflix and Hulu are kind of the, the big two. Those are the first big split there. And then, uh, you know, HBO Go has their own, uh, Showtime, CBS, DC Universe has their own now. Um, if you like anime, there's uh, Verve and Crunchyroll, and the list goes on and on and on. At this point, cord cutting essentially means nothing. Uh, you're not paying for a cable subscription, but if you still care about content and consuming this type of media, you're still in bed and have monthly agreements with all of these same media companies. You just don't have it through a cable company, you have it with them directly. But but we've essentially recreated the universe where you have to piecemeal out and pay for a bunch of different channels all on their own. And the ultimate price for the consumer is, is becoming pretty prohibitive. If you have four or five of these various subscription services, we're looking at kind of close to what you would have been paying for your cable subscription anyway. So the role of a cord cutter that wants to still be just as involved with TV shows uh, as they were before is kind of a dire one to, to, to look at in, in, in 2019 and uh, definitely kind of a, a bummer. So I really hope that, that this is sort of the, the thing that's going to be pushed too far and people are finally going to say no, uh, you know, we're not going to stand for it. Um, Netflix obviously is kind of fighting back with this, with their original programming, and that's been very successful for them. But there are still shows that people want to see that aren't original Netflix shows. And I hope that the, the consumer kind of says enough is enough. And it really makes me wonder, kind of from a, a different angle of that, is this going to be the thing that, that pushes consumers back towards piracy? Obviously, it's it's very easy to pirate television shows and movies on the internet if you just very vaguely know what you're doing. But the convenience of Netflix just paying, you know, a small-ish monthly fee to be able to watch all this stuff on any device streaming um, pushed people away. You know, it was it was a thing where people thought, you know, I'm not going to bother to worry about stealing that because the convenience is over here. But it's it's a very easy balance. It's, it's a tipping point. And the music industry went through this as well, where, again, it's pretty easy to steal music if you know what you're doing, but the convenience of streaming services like Spotify have pushed people into that route and, and back into the legal route. It's all a convenience factor. And when the convenience goes out the door and I have to pay four or five or six monthly fees to see all the shows that I want and I don't know what app to open, and maybe all the apps aren't compatible with all, all of my devices, eventually someone just says enough is enough and goes back to illegally downloading those shows. And that's the tipping point that these companies don't want to push consumers to because it's certainly not a battle that they're going to win. So the next couple years are gonna be really interesting to see how this shakes out, uh, to see if NBC's streaming service actually does end up coming out, to see if this pulling uh, the office away from Netflix is something that they continue to to move on with and, and don't back down from. Uh, and if that is the case, if that all happens, it'd be really interesting to see what the consumer reaction to that is. So that's gonna do it for Pretty Dece for today. Thank you very much for joining me to talk about uh, this horrible reality that we have that is streaming services. If you wanna check out all the past episodes of Pretty Dece, you can do that. Head on over to prettydeeshow.com. Of course, also check out the YouTube channel. That's youtube.com slash prettydeece. 
and hit me up on social media. Let me know what you think about this news today. You can find me on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Pretty Dece Show.